0: What's up everyone? It's going to be episode four. We're going to call this one Talking to God. be about prayer. It's going to be about the Red Words today. (laughs) So before we get started though, again, I video all of these and you can find them on our YouTube channel at Red Words Matter. Would appreciate a subscribe to that. That'd be awesome. And I just want to say from the bottom of my heart, all the support that I've received It's been amazing, and this is all for you all, every bit of it, so any comments, questions, concerns, if there's something you want me to talk about, if there's something you want to talk about with me, I want it to be about the family of God and our brothers and sisters in Jesus Christ, so on Apple Music, Spotify now. And if you wanted to rate the show or something, that'd be pretty cool. Get some good news too. Two awesome things happened this week, or is two awesome things are happening this week? Excuse me. We got a Discord set up, so you can if you if you're on Discord, we'd love to have you there in that channel. You can suggest shows. There's a prayer request thing, and and if I get enough support behind it, I would like to start filming these podcasts live place you can come in and watch or we doing some kind of like open discussion live where we can communicate with each other and and share our ideas to everyone and uh the big news is, is the website is up redboardsmatter.com so hopefully you'll check that out and you can find our um all the information all the episodes are on there as well so all right so let's move right into it here today we're gonna be in matthew chapter six when Jesus talks about teaching about prayer. And I'm calling this talking to God because when I first became a Christian, prayer felt really odd because it's like, you know, how do I talk to God? You know, I'm a grown adult here and God had just scared the living crap out of me and I was freaked out. It was a really rough time in my life and I know that I needed to pray. How do I pray? How do I open up this conversation with with God, with someone that I, with a God that I was not good to. A God that probably, well I know, I can say a God that had every reason not to like me very much. So I'm going to start reading here, Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to read out of the NIV and the NLT today. We'll start in the NIV. Matthew chapter 6, verse 5, red words, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. So he's saying, you know, don't publicly pray. Don't pray for a show. Now, he's not saying that you should never publicly pray because there are certain, certainly there are times you should pray in public. But it shouldn't be made a scene. You shouldn't be praying to try to look or appear a certain way to someone. This is between you and God. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father, who sees what is done in secret, will reward you. The meaningful prayer is you and God. And when he says, go into your room, close the door, pray to your father who is unseen. If no one sees you pray, that's a lot different, isn't it? Because then when it's just between you and God, you're not doing it for anyone else. Now there are certainly times that you should be praying with other people. There are certainly times that you should lead prayer. Or if someone comes to you and wants you to pray with them, absolutely, Jesus is not saying don't do that. This is more of saying, Don't do it for a show. When you do it, do it for the real reason. And God will know. And when you pray, do not keep babbling on like pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. And, And he's not saying don't pray for a long time. There's certainly nothing wrong with that. The idea of just going on about nothing just for the sake of going on is more what he's talking about. And, and you know and i've heard I've heard prayers this way that they're i i only say it? i mean Jesus really does say it the best just to babble, Babylon, but it's almost like like in a prayer I've heard prayers that are just i mean they're amazing uh the the way that they're said and and it's like it's written down and studied i mean and granted. We have a family prayer, okay? I wrote a family prayer. And it kind of goes on a little bit, but it's very specific about there's a certain reason why there are different parts of it. And the parts that are in there are very concise. And when he says, your father knows what you need before you ask him, think about that. He knows what you need before you ask him, but he still is encouraging you to talk to your father. That's interesting, right? Because if the Father knows, then why do we even have to ask, right? That communication with God is so important for us and in our lives, and to for, for in my opinion, for many reasons, and a lot of them are literally to get us through the day to give us that the confidence that we need and to show God that we submit and we still need God to show us the way. So now let's talk about starting at verse nine. Let's talk about what Jesus does right here. Cause this is so cool. What Jesus does in Matthew chapter six, verse nine is gives us an amazing outline for how to pray to God. And he says verbatim, this then is how you should pray. Hey, let me tell you how to do it. And really, you can you can memorize this. You can say this exact prayer. Most people, a lot of people, know it. Or you can use this as an outline of how to base your prayer, because there there are way there are more than one way to pray to God. So let's read through this. I'm going to read the NIV version in full, and then I'm going to go to the NLT, and we're going to break it down. Verse nine, Matthew chapter six, NIV. This then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name. <laughs> Listen to me, he's talking all King James. Let's try that again. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we have also, as we also have forgiven our debtors. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one so now let's move over to NLT and let's break this down our father in heaven may your name be kept holy there's a lot of different ways to say that exact thing and what he's saying is God is the father in heaven recognize he is divine recognize God is holy he is divine father God you are holy you are the one May your kingdom come soon. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. God, please send your son back to us, God. Come and get us here on this earth. Come and get us soon. Bring your will to earth as it is in heaven. God, Move us in the direction here on earth as we would be moved in heaven. Let us do here on earth as we would do in heaven, as you do in heaven. Give us today the food we need or our daily bread. And this, I believe, has two meanings. Of course, the food that we need to nourish our bodies but also what we need to nourish our soul. Jesus talks about this, like in the temptation of Christ, when he tells Satan, men cannot eat on bread alone. Clearly there he's not talking about eating a loaf of bread. It is what we nourish our soul with. It's our fruit. It's the fruit of life. It's the fruit of God, the fruit of the Holy Spirit. The word of God nourishes our soul. Give us the food that we need. God, lead us. Send us the Holy Spirit. Forgive us of our sins as we have forgiven those who sin against us. It's very important to ask God for forgiveness of your sins. It's very important to say your sins. It's very important to recognize your sin and recognize that it is wrong. Then you can be forgiven. And don't let us yield to temptation, but rescue us from the evil one. So there's a couple of things I, I want to break down here. And the first one being talking about forgiveness of sin. Because the very next thing Jesus says, verse 14, If you forgive those who sin against you, your heavenly Father will forgive you. But if you refuse to forgive others, your Father will not forgive your sins. So think about that. It's as important to forgive each other. Forgive your enemies. Forgive the people in your life that you thought you would never forgive. And if you don't forgive them, God will not forgive you. That's pretty powerful. So when It says, do not let us yield to temptation. I'm going to go to the NIV. Let's see what it says. Lead us not into temptation. Lead us not to temptation. So it's not that God is tempting us. And I'm going to skip to James for a second here because James illustrates this really well. So James chapter 1, verse 12. James says, God blesses those who patiently endure testing and temptation. Afterward, they will receive the crown of life that God has promised to those who love him. And this is the important part. Verse 13. Remember, when you're being tempted, do not say, God is tempting me. God is never tempted to do wrong, and he never tempts anyone else. And this is really, really cool. Temptation comes from our own desires which entice us and drag us away. These desires give birth to sinful actions. And when sin is allowed to grow, it gives birth to death. So temptation comes from our desire. In the NIV, it it's, says it really interesting too. When tempted, no one should say, God is tempting me. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he tempt anyone. But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. So remember, it is not God that is tempting us. It is when we are enticed by our own evil desire. So when we pray, pray that God gives us wisdom to recognize our own evil desire so that we're not enticed by that desire. So that that then does not tempt us. Deliver us from the evil one. This is also something that says deliver us from evil. Jesus called Lucifer, Satan, the devil, the evil one. Deliver us from the evil one. So when we are led into temptation, when our own desire when we're enticed by that when we get dragged away because we've all been there when that happens we're praying to God to deliver us from that deliver us from that evil so this is where I started with prayer when I read this I was like okay at least here's a good place to start and I want to just briefly here before we wrap it up talk about a few different types of prayer there are these unspoken prayers with God and there are even times that i don't even know what to say and and jesus says when don't be like them for your father knows what you need before you ask him and sometimes when you pray to god you don't have to say anything you can say god you know feel my spirit god know what is in my heart god you can communicate with God that way through a feeling, because God already knows there's not a right or wrong way to pray. And I'm gonna go ahead and tell you my favorite prayer. And it's, God, help me to see things the way that you see them, so that I don't measure these things by which the way the world does, and so that I don't measure success The way the world does. I encourage you to pray constantly. I encourage you to pray often. I encourage you to pray once. When you do pray, pray like you're getting paid to do it because God is listening and God will answer your prayers. All right, everybody. Thanks for hanging out for uh, this episode here, number four. And I'd love to hear your questions, comments, concerns on any of this. And until next time, God bless.